The following podcast contains coarse language and adult themes. Hey friends, welcome back to the Filmatics Podcast. This is part two of episode three, where we're going to be talking about exclusively Robin and Robin adjacent topics, the legacy of The Boy Wonder. So we return you to the episode already in progress. There's been a whole bunch of different incarnations of Robin. Obviously, uh, the most famous being Dick Grayson, who was introduced by Bob Kane and Bill Finger and Jerry Robinson in 1940s Detective Comic 38 um, as a, you know, a colourful sidekick to Batman. Um, and despite what some people say, uh, even though it's a pretty cool idea, I don't think he's just a target that... <laughs> you know, a colourful target for bad guys to point their guns at while Batman goes around the back and trounces them. I think he's actually a... A really important character. Um, Grant Morrison put it best. He said, "Bruce sees in this child this the the sees in this young boy the child that died in him when his parents were killed, and he wants to." Oh, I'm gonna make Addy cry. Uh, it wasn't me. Grant Morrison said that, but you know, and this boy looks up and says, "It's he's not. It's not weird. Like it's not like." creepy that there's got this old guy with a young kid. It, they're like brothers. You know, he's. I die for him. I die for him. We are. We are connected so much. Um, such a wonderful character, and really is the the, the first and and greatest sidekick. Now, um, Addy, absolutely. You you love Robin. The Robin. I do. It's uh, it's it's my it's my secret obsession. It's only it's the one thing that only you know about that nobody else does. Yeah. Jesus well, Christ. This is a podcast, so um, the, the I mean, the, the typically to in order to keep a secret. You don't tell people, so you know. Do you want me to cut this part out, or what's going on? <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine, fine with it finally coming out now. Yeah, yeah. And the four people who are listening, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so why? How did that start? I don't understand. Uh, good God. Okay, so I did my research because, like, talking about Robin is very, very interesting to me. Or just it just means so much to me because mm-hmm. I come from a very different world when it comes to Robin. Uh, but I want to start with how the idea of Robin was introduced, right? Because mm-hmm. you have because you have Batman, and when he's doing Batman shit, he's not actually talking, is he? He mm-hmm. has in his inner monologues, which gets kind of boring when you have fifteen pages just inner monologues. <laughs> I don't disagree, sure. <laughs> right. So they were like, "How do we how do we make something where Batman has someone to talk to?" And that was the birth of Robin. Right, and we have different Robins. Robins, of course, is a is a title that you carry. And the first Robin was Richard Grayson. The big. He's not the. <laughs> oh God! I knew this is coming. <laughs> How could you not? His name's Richard Grayson. Of course, I'm going to do it. Um, yeah, absolutely. Just the 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 first Robin, um, and he's now still currently Nightwing in the comics. Um, just such a beautiful. Uh, character, beautiful heart, um, and and yeah, a great 
counterpoint to the darkness that is Bruce, so much so that they're parting when Robin, uh, sorry, when uh, Dick decided not to be Robin anymore and become Nightwing, it was because he'd have a falling out with Bruce. So, I want to ask you, what was your introduction to this specifically, to Grayson? Probably as Nightwing, honestly, because there oh. was, yeah, uh, I liked the idea. I read a Robin year one, and it was the, oh, you know what it was, actually? It was the episode of the Batman animated series where they did Robin's origin story. Um, I can't remember the name of the episode. I think it might have been... Uh, the Flying Graysons, right? That's supposed to yeah, be... Yeah, it was the story of the Flying Graysons and, and him going in and sort of investigating that as, a, as an older, you know, Robin, not as a, a child. And then I read a, yeah, a, a year one issue of Robin, which kind of talked about his, his the start and where he came from and everything that was in line with what happened in that cartoon. But then in... It would have been the mid-90s, probably... I don't know, 93 or 94. Yeah, Chuck Dixon and an, art, an artist who I really liked at the time, um, Scott McDaniel, started working on Nightwing's or, original series, which I have the entire run of up until about 2008 um, because I just, I dug it so much. Just before they started. You're, the you're a madman and I love it. <laughs> what, later on, I'll send you a photograph of the, the long boxes I have in my house and that's how many comics I have. But anyway, more to the point. Um, uh, and then I started reading that series and I, I loved him. He's just, it's everything you like about Batman, but he's also, he's got a lot of heart. Um, he cares about people a lot. The love story between him and Barbara in particular, the, 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 the issues where she is still, um, in a wheelchair. I'll never yeah, forget. Yeah. I, I was she was talking about it. Like there's a, a scene where they're talking about it and they're so in love with each other and they know that they can't actualize that because of the, the responsibilities they have and the fact that she is in this state and she, that makes it hard for her to commit to him, uh, whatever, for whatever reason, I'm, I understand that in the real world, there are relationships like that, that uh, totally work. Um, but in this, in the comic world, she has a problem with it and she's talking about, all the things she misses. And one of the things she says is, I miss being able to turn off the, the, the bath taps with my toes. And I felt that was such a such an actual, a real thought that someone would have. You know, it felt very realistic and it made me, and it was that, the book was filled with that stuff of real emotional moments. Um, so that's sort of where I kind of was introduced to him. And at that point, I mean, Jason Todd had already come in, Tim Drake had already come in. There were already other Robin, Robins established, but I was... I was always a dick man myself. <laughs> As you are. As one is, right? <laughs> a dick man. I had to do it. Oh, I feel like I've been getting so serious. <laughs> it's such a serious episode and I had to throw in a dick joke. So, yeah, I mean, was Robin, was sorry, was Dick Grayson your Robin? Or like when you started reading or was started becoming interested in Batman comics, who was in? Was it Damien? So interesting uh, thing for you. Okay. I've, ne- I've the only thing I've read about Batman is the Long Halloween, and okay. as far as I can, as far as I can remember, it doesn't have Robin in it. I don't think so. No. Yeah, because it's it's Long Halloween. It mm. doesn't have time for Robin yet. <laughs> That's fair. But my, my introduction to 
just Robin in general, was the Young Justice show. Of course, of course. I'm sorry, you mentioned it before too. I should have assumed. And uh, and I followed I followed just that show, and I I'm gonna go on a limb here and say say something that I think you might agree, but a lot of people won't. But I know to to uh, to anyone who's listening or watching, or to the four people who are listening and watching, <laughs> just <laughs> our mums. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you for listening. Right. Yeah, exactly. First of all, thank thank you for listening. We forgot thank to thank you. you in the in the anyway, right? Um, if you disagree, go in the comments. But anyway, Dick Grayson, just as a person, right? you forget Robin, you forget Nightwing. Just Dick Grayson as a person is Bruce Wayne's greatest success. Oh, you're gonna fucking make me cry. That's <laughs> so true. It's everything that Bruce wanted to be. But he's too hard. He's too broken. Oh my god, it's, that's brilliant. Um, you yeah. win. You win the podcast. Nerd points for Addy. More nerd points. More, more, more. That's great. Well done. Uh, yeah, and it's um, it's amazing, and it's kind of heartbreaking, but also it's when when he's there as Robin, it's closure for Bruce. Mm-hmm. And it, it's something that Bruce as a person and Batman as a character of vigilante doesn't really get a lot of, which is just closure. Where uh, Batman gets a Batman gets a person to, to you know, have these different different ideologies for, but also get, gets gets an opportunity to form a person out of him. And I think as much as much as it breaks Bruce's heart when he leaves as Robin, in deep down he knows that if if there was ever a person to have left Robin and go on to do something even greater, it's Dick. And it's it's there in the Injustice comics, I believe it's there even in the films where it's it, no matter how much of a relationship Bruce or Batman has with somebody else, it's it's always Dick Grayson that's his son. Mm. It's only Dick that really does understand him. And it's it's Dick that goes to Damien and says, uh, you know, he does actually love you, right? Like, no matter what he says, no matter how, how many times he'll... Uh, he'll uh, oh God. <coughs> I'm tearing up now. Oh, <laughs> We care. We care about this shit, baby. We care. Why we're here. Um, uh, no matter how many times he's hard on you, and no matter how many times he pushes you to to broaden your ideologies, it's because he loves you. It's because you you represent something that he lost and he'll never get. Mm. And it's it's so true to who Dick is. It's <laughs> <laughs> he can't not laugh at the word Dick. It's a funny word. It's Richard Grayson, such an amazing name. Why do we stick with Dick Grayson? I don't know why. Uh, people in the comments, if you can tell me what the uh, uh, the origin, the genesis of someone named Richard being called Dick, I, I please tell me because I don't know where it came from. It doesn't make any sense. It'd be like if my, my nickname's Regs, obviously. Everyone calls me that. My actual name is Regan. It'd be like my actual name's Regan and you guys all call me Phil. Like it, it makes about as much sense, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you can call me Phil if you want to, but um, 
Yeah, it's it's very strange, but you can't help you know saying dick when you're talking about him. But yeah, I understand. I'm listening. Continue. Uh, yeah, and so the show has really uh, that was my introduction to Robin as a character, and that's when I understood that 99% of the people in this world who know that Robin exists either ha- either have the misunderstanding that he's his son, mm. or if they know that Robin exists, it's or if you in the comments or if you who are listening know that Robin exists but doesn't know how many Robins there have been, it's probably decreasing. Yeah. Well, it's the um, one that it's the one that is in majority of the animated series. It's the one that's in the films um, played by the you know forty eight year old Chris O'Donnell or whatever he was when he was in Batman Forever. He wasn't forty; he was twenty something. But to me, Robin's always a teenager, you know. Um, but yeah, I think Dick Grayson is usually people's enclave into into the Robin of it. Um, I just want to go down the line and, and we'll go through them and. and see who um, people recognize and, and who you recognize. So Dick Grayson obviously came in, retired, became Nightwing. Uh, Jason Todd was next. Um, he was the second Robin. Um, he was introduced in 1983. Uh, and I, if I'm not mistaken, he was found... He was like stealing the hubcaps off the Batmobile. He, he was trying to steal the tires of the Batmobile yeah, and Batman and, finds him. And being quite successful and, and Batman took him in, trained him. He was, you know, a much more um, aggressive and, and, and violent young man and famously um, was voted by the fans. There was a comic release. get killed off. Yeah, Death in the Family. There was a comic book released. Uh, you know, comic all, all DC comics at this time were released. And in the back of them, there was a phone number you called for live or die. And uh, it was the margin was very, very small. It was like, you know, 57 to... Uh, uh, sorry, 53 to 47 in favor of him uh, being killed off in the now famous comic Death in the Family where he's cradling Batman's... Uh, uh, sorry, Robin's... Um, you know, decimated, broken body, you know, smashed to pieces by um, the Joker with a crowbar, which is interesting in, in, you know, when we have the return of of Jason Todd as the Red Hood and he says to Dick, you know, I understand that you have a rule about not killing of all the things that he's done and all the lives that he's taken and you just keep putting him in jail. And he's like, why didn't you kill him for me? You know, look at what he did to me. You know, you, you, you owed me that like that's so if nothing else, the, the, that, that story, the death of the family benefits later on by having, uh, a Jason Red Hood show. Yeah. Yeah. it's good. It's basically just like under the red hood. That's that series by, um, yeah. uh, Judd, uh, Warwick, Warwick, Warwick. I can't remember, but yeah, that, that return of his, uh, of the red hood is really great. Uh, we were talking briefly about Kerry Kelly, who was the first female Robin. She appeared in Batman uh, Dark Knight Returns, which technically is an Elseworlds story, really. Um, she was just a, a young street kid who mythologized Batman and, and, and wanted to take over the mantle. Um, Tim, Tim Drake would come after uh, Jason in, in the regular continuity in 1989's Batman 436. Um, and uh, he was at the... The, the, the performance of the, the um, Graysons where, where Dick's parents died and was sort of influenced uh, in that respect. 
Um, he's <clears throat> he's still in the comics now as well. He's just a bit older, but he's also um, he's Red Robin now. He's Red Robin, who right. you will you will encounter in um, Kingdom Come. Uh, that's where you know. It, it, okay. It, yeah, you'll see the costume and know it straight away. And then uh, Stephanie Brown, the daughter of the villainous Clue Master. Um, uh, she was also a spoiler and Batgirl and had a brief stint as Robin. Um, but uh, uh, then when the universe was rebooted, they went back to, um, in, for the New 52, uh, she was kind of, you know, put, put aside. Um, and then, of course, we have finally Damien Wayne, who is the Damien love Wayne. child of, uh, of Talia al Ghul, uh, Raish al Ghul's, or Ra's al Ghul's, however you pronounce it. Uh, for yourself, uh, daughter, Batman and her had a a, a poke, <laughs> um, a little slap and a tickle in the in the <laughs> in yes. the desert. You know, played a little tickle pickle or a pickle tickle, whatever you want to call it. And um, Batman kept his mask on, but took the rest of his clothes off, which I reckon is awesome. The original comic, with, uh, written by Danny O'Neill and 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 uh, drawn by Neil Adams. Um, Neil Adams then, uh, sorry, um, Denny O'Neill then wrote it out of continuity, but Grant Morrison brought it back in. They had this child um, who was, you know, their love child, grown in an artificial womb um, by Talia, and then uh, raised in in the League of Shadows or the League of Assassins, and then she sort of set him upon Bruce to say, he's your kid um, and uh, you got to take care of him now. But really it was a way to be like, hey, you're the king, I'm the queen, this is our prince, we're going to run the world. And Batman's like, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to be involved with criminal activities. Talia said, no, the three of us, we can fight crime, we can do it. And he's like, I'm not going to do it your way. I'm not going to kill people. And she's like, all right, well, fuck you, it's war. Um, and, you know serious business and there's a beautiful arc of of uh damien kind of becoming more and more wanting to be his father's ward and wanting to be a good person and like i said when we were talking i think it was last episode the future stories told about damien both by grant morrison and um tom taylor in the deceased uh uh storylines he is a a much more well-adjusted and emotionally um, a, a mature Batman than Bruce ever was because he deals with his shit at, at some point between where he is now being still basically a child to being a young man as Batman taking over the mantle from his father he figures some shit out and he's honestly uh, apart from Dick he's probably my favourite Batman such an interesting character but that's it That's they're, they're all the Robinses which one's your favourite? Well, we actually have to talk about all the Robins, or at least talk a bit about. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna give you a chance to talk about Dick Grayson because you gave me a chance and you didn't you didn't tell me shit. <laughs> so now you have to. <laughs> what What do you want me to like? You asked me what I how I feel about him. Oh yeah. I think probably um, my cat is desperately attempting to get up onto the couch. You right, love? She's very old. Um, it's a shame you can't all see my old cat's blodge. Anyway, uh, as I said before, um, I got into reading Nightwing when it was, so yeah, like 90, I want to say 92, 93, but it could have been a bit later than that. I was definitely in high school at least. So I would have been year eight or nine, whatever that is the equivalent of. So 15, 16. And at that time, 
when I'm looking, when I was looking for things in the, uh, the art that I was consuming, it was uh, uh, masculinity because I couldn't, you know, the circle I ran in maybe didn't have that. I was raised in single parent household with a sister and, it was, you know, my dad wasn't around. So I, that's kind of where I lent, you know, strong characters, uh, male characters and that kind of stuff. But then as I got older, I found those characters to be more than just that. And Dick was absolutely one of those because like you said, he was, he's such a positive person. Um, he's so understanding and accepting and, and is able to diffuse situations using uh, uh, smarts and, 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 and what Damien ended up with emotional maturity and things like that. So for me, it was really about watching a character go from being the, the under, under the guidance of this person who is severely maladjusted and, and, and dangerous in a lot of respects, Batman, Bruce Wayne, never willing to deal with his own shit, incredibly narcissistic in some ways, seeing this person recognize that and go, this is no longer a healthy relationship for me. I need to go and find my own strength, whether that be masculine or not, go out there and, and find the best version of myself and embrace that. And as a young man, as a, as a, a, a teenager going into early 20s, it was a really important message. So I, I relate to Dick a lot. He's still probably, along with Spider-Man, only because I have so much previous with Spider-Man, probably my favorite uh, superhero is, is, is Dick Grayson in, in Robin or Nightwing form. You can, I'll take him or whatever. Yeah. And the current run of it is really great. He's um, Alfred, spoilers, Alfred has passed on and had been ferreting away money. I don't know if he was like stealing money from Bruce or whatever was going on, but he had a heap of money and left it all to, to Dick. And Dick's like, I'm going to change the planet with this. I'm going to help some people. Um, and he's also adopted a puppy. And, and they call oh, it... Oh, man. Yeah, I, it, I was getting confused because... This is the Dom Taylor run, right? That's going yeah. on right now. Yeah, it's going on right this second. Yeah, ah. and 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 Barbara's yes. got this implant in her back, so she she can now walk. And um, uh, they ha they are kind of building a relationship, and everyone around them's like, oh, fucking finally, Damien's in it, which is great. Um, uh, Jonathan Kent has come into it as well. There was a beautiful little story about you know the first time Jonathan met Dick, and they've become he's become his mentor, which is really sweet. And it's just, and yeah, they, he's adopted a puppy and called it Bitewing. And it's just, he, it's really, and, and also it works perfectly for me now because, I mean, superheroes don't age. It's one of the one of the benefits of being a superhero is that you can be Superman and be a father and all that stuff, but you're still only about 30. <laughs> um, and But Dick Grayson has had so much time as Nightwing and been through so much. Like he was shot in the head and got amnesia and was an agent, you know, special super secret agent and then came back to being Nightwing. And now he's, he's in a place where he has the responsibilities that an adult has. He owns the building that he lives in and he's responsible for all the people in it. He's got all this money. He started a new foundation. He's funding um, the, the, the the covert news organization that Jonathan Kent is a part of. He's being uh, a, a grown-up um, in, in a way that he hadn't before. And again, it's not about masculinity. It's not about man, woman, or, or any gender at all. It's just about a person recognizing the best that they can be and going after that as a singular goal. 
that helps me now as a 39 year old man, the same way that it did when I was 16. So for me, Dick is, is really, (laughs) oh no, I'm so serious. For me, Richard Grayson, Richard Grayson is, is, is the greatest hero uh, ever created. I think in my opinion, yeah, I think he's, he's, for me, he's the most important uh, uh, superhero in all universes because I relate to him so much and he is so human. And literally, he, he doesn't have superpowers. He's just a kid who can do some flips. Um, you get flip, 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 and it's wonderful. But yeah, I, I, I love his heart. And uh, as silly it is, as it is to get attached to um, uh, fictional characters, uh, you know, these people can sometimes be more real than than the people who are actually in this on the on the globe with you on the planet with you and they can teach you more as well and they are real people they come from the minds of writers and artists who have feelings you can't help but funnel that into what you're creating and they have beautiful messages so it, I, I absolutely recommend go out and get a grab a nightwing comic any way you can whether it's the new run or the old stuff or whatever and just get some dick grayson into you get some dick into you you know <laughs> Get, no, seriously, get some Dick Grayson into your life because you'll, you know, you'll be better for it. It's amazing and hopeful at the same time. And uh, yeah, geez, was it, I, was it the last one? I, I think it was like because I wrote it down and you stole my point. I was, I'm so furious because oh, I did so much, re- I did so <laughs> much research about, about Tom Taylor doing. Uh, I even wrote it here. I wrote Nightwing issues 78 to 83 by yeah. Tom Taylor. Yeah. I think it was probably more eight, than that by now. 83 came out like what, four months ago or something? I'm not sure. Of, I don't know where it's up to, but I've got them from when he started, which was in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, I, I sent I sent you a, a, a picture on Instagram like a few days ago of it's just like Nightwing lighting in that. that huge vista yeah yes it's, it's really impressive if, if you get a chance people just look up you know pages from the first issue of tom tyler's and the the, the um the artist too uh, uh bruno ronaldo i think his name is um i'm sorry if i got that wrong i i, I i've tagged him a lot on instagram too but <laughs> um because i feature his art a lot he is my favorite artist working today he just he understands dynamics and cinematography and uh, uh like um like camera angles and and uh uh just as a draftsman no one's doing the work that he's doing his the way that he has nightwing feature you know like they used to do it in spider-man comics and stuff as well where that they'll draw multiple versions of the character doing a move and you understand yes, yes, that it's yeah, just oh. like yeah you're just like following the action it's, uh... he does that so well um and in that that one particular shot that you you sent it's a vista of bloodhaven and nightwing is really small in the frame but he's huge light behind him and he's flying into nothingness that's also as well the great thing about the character is he's fearless and wouldn't you love to be fearless you know isn't that wouldn't that be a great not stupidly but in a way that you you throw yourself headlong into danger for the betterment of of humanity, you know what what an inspirational figure, what a wonderful person to look at and go yes that I can learn something from this two dimensional drawing, um, 
yeah, it's a, it's a great it's a great run of the books, and it is uh, along with Son of Kal El. It's my favorite thing that's um, that I'm currently reading, and it really did get me back into comics. I started, I wasn't collecting single issues at that point, and then all of a sudden, this guy Tom Tyler comes out of nowhere with you know my favorite character, and I'm like, oh, I haven't read Nightwing in years. I wonder what's up with him, and it's, you know, he's in a relationship with a redhead. I mean, <laughs> I can relate. He's got a he's got a little puppy. It's just it hits all my sweet spots. I'm so I'm so sentimental in my old age, but I just it's it's yeah it's beautiful. So please do go check it out. And uh, just just like another thing about just Nightwing because we have to talk a bit about the other ones, but Nightwing is our favorite. So yeah, um, uh, just just a bit more is that do you remember that that panel where? When he announces that he's uh, he's gonna fund the organization, mm. and he uh, and before that he has a conversation with uh, the symbol of hope, Superman. Yeah, yeah. He he asks him, "So what do you think of it?" And uh, he says it's a very specific one. But yeah, and then after that, uh, Bruce Wayne calls him after the announcement, and he says, "You did him proud," which yeah. is such an like. Bruce Wayne and Batman would only do that to degradation. Nobody else comes no, close yeah. to that relationship. Yeah, that's very specific to their relationship. And when you say uh, what Addy means is uh, when when Bruce calls uh, uh, Richard and says you would have done him proud, he's talking about when when Alfred gives uh, Dick the money uh, that you know the millions of dollars he had saved, and 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 uh, Dick goes out and says to the media, "I'm starting a fund called you know the Alfred Pennyworth Foundation, and it's going to be about you know making Bloodhaven like pulling people out of poverty and and you know making people better." So he's now fighting crime out of costume as well, and that's where Batman calls and says, "Hey, you did him proud." Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it's just it's so like. You, you see like a Batman comic or like, and you see a, like, it's, it's so different yet. So like connected. Right. Mm. And oh God, this, this is why he, like, this is why people love Dick Grayson is because in your mind, if you, if you don't know who Dick Grayson is, I, I guess up, like if you, if you, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're trying to find the words i understand i understand yeah. as, as, a, as a writer i understand trying to find the right words it's hard um if you've listened so far you absolutely know what we're talking about when we say dick grayson's the best yeah but if if you still don't know in your mind picture batman and picture superman and picture all the best parts of both of those people that's what dick grayson as nightwing is and it's like you you don't see that like when do you see when do you see like a sidekick getting a conversation with superman yeah you never do and he's and one, he's responsible for the name nightwing was the name of a kryptonian superhero and when there's an issue of the chuck dixon run where he has a um dick has a conversation with kal-el about I want to go out on my own. I don't want to be Robin anymore. And he tells him the story of Nightwing, and that's that he takes the moniker. Uh, uh, they they mentioned it recently in a, in a in an issue of Nightwing. Um, uh, Jonathan Kent brings it up. He's like, my dad gave you your name. Beautiful, and you're so right. That's such a great point to make. He is he is the the the, the best parts for all the flaws that Kal El and 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 Bruce Wayne have. 
Dick is right in the middle and has learnt everything he needs to learn from them and also rejected the things that he didn't need. Absolutely. Good God, man. I could go on and on about Dick Grayson. <laughs> well, we're, Dick. We're, we're, getting, we're getting very long in the tooth here. Um, you know, thank you so much for, for sticking around and listening to us just glow about this person who's not even real. <laughs> but that's totally fine. Real to us. Yeah, yeah, these real to us. So as far as the other Robins are concerned, we've kind of gone, I, I went through them just previously. What's your experience with, with the rest of them? I suppose it's probably just mostly Damien. Uh, actually not. I, I was, I am quite interested with, it's a bother move because when DC Comics did this, um, I'm sorry, I don't know the writers, but uh, when it did happen and they did introduce uh, Jason Todd after... <clears throat> after Dick Grayson, it is such a bother move to have to follow up Bruce Wayne's greatest success with Bruce Wayne's greatest failure. Yeah, so true, so true. How and articulate. it's <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a writer myself. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I know I've read your stuff. Um, yeah, so true, and it's such so sad. And by the time he gets to, you know, Tim and and. Damien especially people are like you sure you want to keep doing this yeah it's uh, the sidekicks man you're kind of fucking it up <laughs> and that's it that's it right that like you hit it right on the head mm. um batman misses dick Grayson, and that's all he can ever think about which is why which is why he fucks up jason todd even more than he already is mm. because jason todd comes from like jason todd represents what Batman is constantly fighting. Like from where Jason Todd comes to what he eventually becomes is is exactly what he's fighting. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's really heartbreaking to see him just like because Jason Todd for most of his run as Bat uh, fuck, no Batman uh, as Robin is just. <laughs> is, I'm with you. I'm following. He's just trying to live up to Dick Grayson. Yeah, which is which is which is you you should never do that. Like you will, you will die before you ever live up to Dick Grayson. He is, yeah. I mean, the the it looms large, but it's also nice because um uh he he cares about his brothers a lot. Um, you know, does and 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 I think the fans care too so much so that recently um, during using um, again a reader poll. Robins, the book, was launched. They gave the the public a bunch of options of what book would you like to see us produce, and Robins won. And it's a story about all these these brothers, these sons of the bat, getting together and and having adventures. Um, so there's something there's something very specific there. But Richard Grayson is absolutely the umbrella by which all these other Robins are underneath. And um, he's he's like you said, you know, he's, he's the perfect middle ground between Batman and Superman. He's also the perfect middle ground between Batman and the Robins. Like he is, he's not ever going to be Batman, and he's not ever going to be Robin again either. So I think, yeah. yeah, that that kind of that shadow looms large, particularly with Damien, because Damien is actually Bruce's oh yeah, um, and yet they have Dick and Damien have a wonderful relationship. That's I so... have that 
Okay, go on. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. No, I have that screen grab from uh, from Tom Terry's comic where uh, Damien jumps and he and he hugs Dick and he will never do that to anyone else but Dick. Yeah. Because of because of the experiences they've had together and it's it's Dick who's like <clears throat> sorry, but um, it's Dick uh, who re- who makes uh, Damien realize that you know you come from a world where. They're like you were you were born to be a killer, mm. right? But when Dick becomes Batman and Damien is his Robin, that's where he grows because he sees Dick, he sees Dick in the same path that Bruce would be on. But Dick does so many different things and mm. he does everything differently than what Bruce would do, that he eventually becomes the the mentor of Damien is like, if I will ever, if I can ever get out of what I was supposed to be, it's him that that, that will have to pull me out of it. And and he and Dick is supportive all the way through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely and agree. And I think that uh, the the beauty of that particular run, you know, of Grant Morrison's book where where Bruce was missing, and and he he put it much more articulately than I can. Um, he said the rever- the roles are reversed you've got this sort of batman who's light and funny and and you know dedicated to the best possible solution and you've got this robin who's like surly and gruff and extra violent and just wants to punch evil in its fucking neck you know and that that was the the dichotomy of that is 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 really interesting in characters who you are normally familiar with being the opposite way around so i think they they're definitely the 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 two robins that you put up being um the most interesting and it's funny too because they bookend the robining where we are damien is still currently robin in the books uh the, the robin prime and dick was in in the beginning so they kind of had all this stuff going on in the middle and yet these two guys become the 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 the, the strongest parts of that story um yeah just beautiful and if you get an opportunity to um to read that Grant Morrison run where Damien's introduced and see, you know, uh, uh, his interaction with, with both Dick and Tim. It's really, really fun. It's really interesting. And, and uh, I highly recommend it. I, re- I recommend anything written by Grant Morrison, even the, even the confusing stuff. <laughs> so, Addy, uh, final thoughts on the legacy that is the Robins. Do tell me. It's a, it's a very, very... Um interesting legacy um it's it's one that starts off with just one of the best characters and arguably uh, should be the the face of dc comics and dceo it's just it's just really heartbreaking that he's not yeah i i think there's a lot of backstory a lot of previous to kind of understand like dick grayson used to be robin is probably not enough for people they want Batman's a bit cleaner, I guess, but as a, as a character moving forward, he's definitely, um, you know, should be top tier in, in what they're producing. Absolutely. I completely agree. And, and you know, testament as well to the current run of the comics is, is one of the highest selling comics currently being produced. So that's got to mean something. And then we have uh, Jason Todd, who is a, a broken person. He just, he is a broken person. And it's a... It's his tragedy that happens with um, Bruce, and I-, I love that he comes back. And when he does, he's uh, he questions him. 
that why, why, like, I get that you weren't able to save me, but why is he still alive? Mm, so poignant. And it, and yeah. What do you think about uh, Jason? Just final thought. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, you know, the other Robins we, we spoke about briefly, but they don't have the... I mean, Tim Tim uh, Drake has has an interesting story, you know, his father being killed and, and, and so on, which is, you know, horrible. It seems like any Batman or Batman-adjacent character needs to lose something in order to be able to do the job. But Jason's interesting in the fact that he lost himself uh, and he offered the, the chance for redemption. He kind of didn't take it. He, he's he is part of the batman crew now he's he's you know one of the the bat bat knights or you know in the bat family, bat family he's, he's still very damaged there hasn't been a healing for him i hope i hope that there will be i think that's a really interesting story where jason ends up being the guy who he, he, the, not he's not Dick Grayson, but he we look at him the same way that he becomes that 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 voice of reason and and the um you know the strength that does endure when you you have been through horrible tragedy. Um, you know scars heal and they they make you stronger. And I think there's a place for for Jason to get to within his story that he hasn't gotten to yet. So I I, I look forward to that. But very interesting character as long as Jensen Eccles plays him as well. <laughs> you could totally do that. You can pull that off. Guy wears a mask after time. Totally. So, but um yeah, thank you so much. Again, everyone, for listening, it's wonderful to have you back. Episode three, just just amazing uh, that you're all here. Uh, by the way, this episode, you might notice, is called um, Robin the Animaniacs. Um, that's me just being funny with words. Uh, enjoy yourself. I'm getting a round of applause from Addy. Thank you so much. I'm here all week. Enjoy the veal. And uh, as I said, it, it is a long episode, but all of our episodes are long. What were you expecting? Um, listen to it in chunks or whatever just come back we love having you uh we love chatting addy it's beautiful man it's beautiful to see your face uh, yeah so happy to uh to get to chat this stuff it's it's always such a good time and we'll be back next week do we know what we're doing next week have we got anything on? Uh, if, if you're free right now we'll have a chat like a small chat about what we could do next week and then uh yeah Ooh, you hear that, everyone? We're going to have a little chat afterwards, some mystery around what episode four is going to be. Maybe it's going to be about, you know, um, bunting or, or um, you know, how to propagate orange trees. It's going to be completely different than what you're expecting. It's going to be about troll dolls or something. Who knows? We're going to chat about it now. Thank you so much for coming back to the Filmatics podcast, and we'll be back next week with some more fun. So uh, we'll see you then. Thanks so much. Hey.